Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Joel chapter 3. The title in my Bible is The Lord Judges the Nations. So who are the nations? The nations are all the peoples beyond the people of God, as we understand them in the Old Testament, beyond Judah, beyond Israel, all the other nations that are not the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, i.e., who are not Israelites, who are not the Jewish people. And one thing to consider here is we have seen God judging his own people, punishing them for their sin. We've talked about how that's the right thing for God to do. God must punish sin for the sake of his own character. He can't let this stuff slide. He can't let his covenant people just get by with sin and have it not be punished. That would threaten the very character of his holiness. And so this must be punished. He's also punishing his people for the sake of restoring them, for the sake of some of them repenting in response to the punishment and coming back into a right relationship with him through repentance. We talked about that a little bit a couple days ago. And so you might think when you're reading through especially these prophets that God, as he is punishing his own people, that he is somehow on the side of the nations that he's using to punish his own people like the Assyrians, like the Babylonians, like to a degree the Persians, like any of the other nations that surround Israel to whom they scattered when God is punishing them and were sold into slavery, etc., etc. But God is merely using these nations, as we've talked about in the past, as a tool of his sovereign purpose to punish his people so that some of them will turn back. This shouldn't be misinterpreted as God endorsing these nations being on their side, overlooking the sin that they also commit, which is greater still than what we've seen the people of Israel commit. And we're going to get a glimpse in this text of how God actually views these nations, even though he's used them for his good purposes. God is big and he can use evil nations, wayward nations. He can use evil and wayward people for his purposes, but that's not to be misunderstood as him being supportive of, or in the long run, on the side of those kind of things. Chapter 3, verses 1 through 16, we're going to bust through this section here. For behold, in those days and at that time, when I restore the fortunes of Judah and Jerusalem, I will gather the nations and bring them down to the valley of Jehoshaphat. That means Jehoshaphat, God that God is judging or God judges. And I will enter into judgment with them there on behalf of my people and my heritage Israel, because they have scattered them among the nations and have divided up my land and have cast lots for my people and have traded a boy for a prostitute and have sold a girl for wine and have drunk it. In other words, they've enslaved my people. They've bought and sold them. They've scattered them to all these nations and they're going to be held accountable. What are you to me, O Tyre and Sidon? In the regions of Philistia, are you paying me back for something? If you are paying me back, I will return your payment on your own head swiftly and speedily. For you've taken my silver and my gold and carried 
my rich treasures into your temples. You have sold the people of Judah and Jerusalem to the Greeks in order to remove them far from their own border. Behold, I will stir up from the place to which you have sold them, and I will return your payment on your own head. I will sell your sons and daughters into the hand of the people of Judah, and they will sell them to the Sabaeans, to a faraway nation, for the Lord has spoken. Proclaim this among the nations. Consecrate for war. Stir up the mighty men. Let all the men of war draw near. Let them come up. Beat your plowshares into swords and your pruning hooks into spears. Interestingly, that's opposite of the language in Isaiah which talks about a day of peace when they'll beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. But God's saying right here, that that's not this day. This day we're going to go the other way because we're getting ready for war and you are going to be punished. Let the weak say, I am a warrior. In other words, there's going to be such a need for soldiers and warriors in this day that even the weak are going to say, I am a warrior. Hasten and come, all you surrounding nations, and gather yourselves there. Bring down your warriors, O Lord. Let the nations stir themselves up and come to the valley of Jehoshaphat, for there I will sit to judge all the surrounding nations. Put in the sickle, for the harvest is ripe. Go in, tread, for the winepress is full. The vats overflow, for their evil is great. Multitudes, multitudes, in the valley of decision, for the day of the Lord is near in the valley of decision. The sun and the moon are darkened, and the stars withdraw their shining. The Lord roars from Zion and utters his voice from Jerusalem, and the heavens and the earth quake. But the Lord is a refuge to his people and a stronghold to the people of Israel. You remember one of the themes in Joel is the day of the Lord. And this day of the Lord is near. And for some, it's going to be a day of great judgment. It's going to be a bad day. It's going to be a, uh, a day of judgment and punishment. It sounds like a little bit of bloodshed with this language. For others, it's going to be a day of salvation, for a day of refuge. And whether it's a day of judgment, and by the way, interpreters debate what exactly this means. And some of it, some would say that this is all only relating to things that happen in the immediate future related to Joel, or that it's just generally language to talk about God's sovereignty over the nations and God's promise to restore his people. Others would say that some of this stuff is referring to things that haven't even yet happened that will happen at the end of time when Christ comes a second time, not as a suffering servant, as a savior, like he did the first time, but as a conquering king, which that's that's not debatable. What's debatable is how much of this is referring to that time. Anyway, the main point here that I want to draw out at the end of this, but the Lord is a refuge to his people, a stronghold to the people of Israel. That's good. It's good to be under the refuge of the Lord. It's good for the Lord to be our stronghold when this day of the Lord comes and he's going to punish and judge the nations. And so how do we make sure we're part of that? You should know the answer to that by now because we try to say it about every day on here. Whether you're under the refuge of the Lord or whether he is your stronghold during this day or whether he is your opponent during this day has everything to do with what you and I do with the person of Jesus Christ who came and lived a perfect life. He fulfilled the righteous requirements of the law. He died a sinless death. He rose again. And God offers anybody who puts their faith and trust in Christ, the righteousness of Christ, the penalty that they owe God 
Mark paid because of what Christ did on the cross, and he promises them to be their refuge, their stronghold in the day of the Lord when the nations and people who don't trust Christ are judged. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.